It's time for the Good Morning Show with Terry and Melissa. Grab your coffee, your Bible, a pen, and your journal. It's time to be encouraged. And now here are your hosts, Terry and Melissa. Good morning. Good morning to you. Morning to you. How y'all doing? You doing okay? Hey, hey, hey. This is uh, the Good Morning Show with Terry and Melissa. Monday morning motivation. It's time for your weekly dose of, hey, let's get this week started and let's set it on fire. Fire! Right? Oh, man. It's going to be a good week. Uh, we hope you've got some great plans to uh, kick this week off. But in the meantime, in this show, we're going to be talking about President's Day in the United States. Real briefly, the history of it. Five tips to keep your fire burning. Speaking of fire, how about a little word for your day? Melissa will be bringing that for us a little bit later. And the Wheel of History, we're focusing on. This is episode number 80. How about some some stuff from 1980? It's Episode cool? 80. Episode 80. That's right. Wow. Yeah, yeah. Have we really met with you guys this many times? <laughs> it's this been is so good. It's been really cool because, you know, when we think about it, it's like, I just don't think we're going to stop. Let's just keep going till the Lord says to stop. Okay, just like, I'm just in. like what's happening all around the United States. We're <laughs> going to talk revival. about that today, right? I hope so. Yeah. Okay, so um, let's jump over to the chat bar. Here's the deal. Let Do me just tell you. This yep. is the instructions. We are coming to you live from multiple platforms this morning and from podcast opportunities as well. So here's the thing. We don't know that you've come and joined us this morning unless you type in your chat box. So let us know where you're tuning in from this morning and we want to know what you're drinking that's right here's the question we love to ask what is in your cup That's right. We care about what you're drinking, and Dustin already knows the drill. He's tuning in on his break from work this morning all the way up in Hiawatha, Kansas. He's drinking Cameron's Highlander Grog Coffee this morning. God is so amazing for his gifts, and he's blessing us all, and he is moving. Buddy, it is true. Revival is here. Good morning, Pastor Rick Grable from Louisville, Kentucky. We bless you this morning. Pastor Rick, thanks for joining us. Absolutely. Good morning, Pastor buddy. Doug Goforth in the house, Versailles, Kentucky. We love you, buddy. Right. We bless you. Good We're glad that you're you're on. Holy Spirit, come is right, Dustin. You are welcome here. Good morning, um, MK down the street here in Shelbyville. She's having iced decaf Starbucks Pike Place coffee with oat milk. And Doug says he's already got two cups in already. Yeah. He's taking a break from coffee for now. <laughs> Rick is drinking Maxwell House coffee. And let me tell you something. I think I'm on one two, three. I have my big cup this morning and I've had two full ones and I'm on my third. So let's just say I'm two and I li- well, I'm well caffeinated. You, I like how it was right before we were getting ready to go on. You were like, hey, did you get your cup of coffee yet? And I'm like, yeah, I just poured mine. She goes, good, because I just took the last of it out of the pot. I'm like, <laughs> it's if the I truth. hadn't, you know. It's, it's like, the truth. We'll I- tell you what's in our cup this morning. We're happy to report that, but I want to say good morning to Lynn from Oklahoma City. Um, she's so happy for 80, but doesn't match 50. That's right. And the word is 50. She's got some fantastic roastery Casey Victory Blend in her cup today, Mm -hmm. which I cannot wait. Lynn has graciously honored us with gifting us a bag of beans from Casey Roastery. I cannot wait for Hometown Coffee to come here to Louisville so that I can have some Kansas City Victory Blend in my cup as well. It's going to be good. She says it's so good, it doesn't even need honey. Doesn't even need honey. Wow, come on. That's so good. You guys, this is exciting. 
as our numbers are ticking in, I just want to welcome you this morning to Morning Show. I would love to hear from you. We want to know all about your life. We want to know absolutely what you're drinking, but we also want to know like if you have any prayer requests or concerns that we can address this morning because we it's not an interruption to our show. It's a very much big part of our show that we are able to stop and pray with you over whatever need that you have. I am fired up this morning and it's not because of the caffeine, okay? <laughs> I'm just going to tell you what it's re- the reason is because Jesus is moving and revival has come and it's so good. Good morning, Kara from Glasgow, Kentucky. Will we pray for your exact? Will we? Yes, right now. <laughs> So, Lord Jesus, I thank you for Kara, and I thank you that she's your daughter. And the full inheritance of your word and promises are for your sons and daughters. And so right now I speak the full promise and word of free from depression and anxiety, from freedom, from any lie or oppression in our mind. I thank you for freeing emotions right now in Kara in the name of Jesus. I thank you that anxiety does not have a hold on her, that she is full of your Holy Spirit and power and fire and that means right now by your holy spirit just burn away those lies of any anxiety or anxious thoughts in her her thoughts or her feelings or her emotions right now in the name of jesus thank you for freedom thank you for peace thank you for rest that is who you are that is your word that is your holy spirit that is your promise for your daughter kara i pray right now believing that she would receive this freedom in jesus name we pray Amen. 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 Oh, I like a, that little smooth jazz yeah. underneath my prayer. Yeah, yeah. That's a good kind of prayer to pray, you know, whenever we think that we've <laughs> lost control of our day or whatever. He and he never has. I mean, nothing takes takes God by surprise. No, he's not lost control of anything. So when we feel like that's happening, we just give it all back to him and say, I don't amen, I don't want to carry this. Let's get rid of it. Thank you, Kara. Yeah, amen. All right. So um I did my hair today, but yeah, yeah, but my headphones squish it down and it's all over and I don't care. I'm so happy. I don't care. So also, um, while you guys are tuning in, wow, that's a lot that I looked down a little while ago. It's doubled. Welcome. Welcome to the good morning show with Terry and Melissa, right? We want to know what you're drinking this morning. We want to know where you're tuning in from. We want to know everything that's going on. And if you have a prayer request, let us know. And Terry has got so many things on the agenda for today. And we want you to know if the Lord um, wants, we'll sweep all of those off and do whatever he says. Well, you know, that's kind of what happened on Saturday. We, we, we did tend to some of the things that we wanted to take care of on Saturday. And in fact, it started out with uh, five tips for confidently sharing the gospel with anyone. And then the gospel took over. And then, yeah. And then, <laughs> and, and then the good news just kept on going. I think we went like an hour and what, 45 minutes uh, or something like that on Saturday morning's episode. It was episode number 79. In case you missed it, you want to go back, you can do that. Uh, if you just go to the website, thegoodmorningshow.tv, and uh, there's a videos page where you can just watch the videos or you can click on the blog link and get the blog from that. We also had the word from your day from Matthew 28, which was go, right? Uh, also Romans 10, 9. Several shout outs we had. We started out with um, our post office that we're going to get to here in just a moment. Uh, also, the Lighthouse Church of the Nazarene Travelers that were in Asbury, our friends from Iowa, Ronnie and Susan Welch and their whole team, Pastor Jonathan, were all in a van going back to Iowa. So we had some shout outs for that. But it, I mean, it just kind of rolled on from there. And we went into overtime with some revival fire and prayer requests and repentance and all, I mean, crazy stuff that you normally wouldn't think, okay, this is a talk show. This is, this is whatever. Uh, this is us sitting across the table. 
from each other, talking about the day's events and what's going on. But it was more than that. It was like church. So, um, like, it's not a secret. Um, we we have a maybe a, a innocuous name for our show, The Good Morning Show, and maybe everything sounds pretty safe and innocuous, but <laughs> here's the tip in the not-so-hidden secret. We're all about Jesus. We want you to be all about Jesus. We yeah. are all about the Word. We're all about the Spirit. We're all about seeing Him totally sweep up an entire world with His goodness. So, secret's out. And so we don't have any problem just declaring that right off the bat. But in the you were speaking about shout outs. Can I just go over yeah. and uh, shout out to the live stream? You guys are typing in. Sarah is on from Topeka, Kansas. We've been praying for Sarah. And can I say that it, good morning, good news. The abnormal cells in her cervix did not look precancerous. Hallelujah. Amen. She's <laughs> waiting on results to come back with more information. Glory to God. Amen. Janice from Spring, Texas in the house. She doesn't have a cup yet, but that's okay. We love you, Janice, yeah. so much. We're glad that you're on this morning. Lynn is praying for you, Kara. And God is much bigger than any anxiety. So we have prayer agreement happening this morning yes doug says god broke in on saturday Saturday. oh yeah and dustin says this is the fellowship this is it guys this is what it looks like revival this is what fellowship is this is what the body of christ is for we need each other we love each other sarah's drinking cold brew from duncan we need cold brew it's important (laughs) you guys like coffee and jesus yeah speaking of coffee what's in your cup this morning terry man i'm so happy to announce that we made a stop after church yesterday afternoon it was so funny because uh, <clears throat> we were like we'd done the we had uh, we were finished with the uh, grocery giveaway that Big we do to serve day. our community which was just amazing huge day we'll talk about that in a second um, and uh, how the how the Lord showed up in that uh, and then after that we went to drop off a, a box and some other bags of groceries at one of the women one of the ladies well, she's become family to us uh, sister Teresa uh, who is uh, homebound and uh, took some food to her and then we made our turn and instead of going right at the uh, on Preston Highway I went left and Melissa's like where are you going I thought aren't we going home and I said well you said earlier you wanted to go to Meyer so we could get some Michigan cherry coffee and that's where I was headed I was on a mission I was like I've been thinking about it all and day and that's what so we're that's drinking what this morning I have in my cup we've got Michigan cherry I ground the beans this morning it smelled like heaven had entered the kitchen and we're drinking it we've already been through a pot it's true I may have Terry got one cup out of the pot but whatever. <laughs> I did no I really judging. did all right you want to do a little, little shot here no little, yeah let's do one okay come on all right uh, all right let's see all right three two one there we go Silence. all right thumbnail mug shot check <clears throat> coffee check all right guys what else let me tell you what else shout out time to our very favorite postal workers here in shelbyville kentucky the 40065 where they sort listen to the good morning show and deliver our mail how we love you <laughs> yeah. how we appreciate you thank you for your service and not just our mail but everybody's mail in shelby county also shout out to all of our podcast listeners i can't see your face i can't see your name but i know you're there and i want you to know how much you mean to us you mean so much to us and you are not listening to this by accident is a divine appointment the lord wants to encourage you and love you through his word and his spirit and his fellowship and his body and that's us. And so thank you. You could listen to so many other shows, but you're listening to ours, and I'm grateful. That's right. You can find it at Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, uh, Spotify, iHeartRadio, mm-hmm. TuneIn Radio, so many links on our website. Just go to thegoodmorningshow.tv and click on the social media of our links there, and it'll bring up a page with all of the stuff that uh, you, you probably never even knew you needed to know. 
Lynn just tracked our package and our yeah. coffee from Kansas City will be here tomorrow. That's awesome. What? And that's when our Bones coffee is supposed to be here. We yeah, we got a Bones on, order in. We announced on Saturday. It looked like they, they said it was going to be here by Monday or by Saturday, so we'd have some this morning. Uh, but it, it had some little hiccups somewhere along the way, and it was leaving Indianapolis this morning. So that's only about an hour and 45 minutes up the road from us, so I know that it's easily within reach now. So we'll have Bones coffee. We'll have the Casey Roastery coffee. I mean, it's going to be awesome. We are going to be well caffeinated this week. <laughs> you sure. guys, and that's a good thing because I don't know if you heard, there's big news and here's what it is. You guys are almost at a place where you're going to be able to hear fresh information from the Good Morning Show and Terry and Melissa every single day. That's right. On Mondays, we come to you live for our full hour show. On Thursday nights, we come to you with Thursday Night Live for a full hour show. Saturday mornings, we come to you live for a full hour show. And almost every day in between, we are going to be coming to you for short segments. That's right. We're going to do short check-ins. We're going to do song time. We're going to do just little bitty, tiny check-ins that are a few minutes long every day in between our shows. So that you have encouragement every day, so that you have the word every day, so that you know what's going on every day. And so we're excited that this is the week we're starting that. So tomorrow, Tuesday, don't forget, you definitely want to go subscribe to the Facebook, excuse me, to the YouTube page and hit the bell for notifications so that every single time we go live, you'll get a notification and you can click right in and you can see whatever we're doing, even if it's just a short segment, especially if it's a short segment, those short segment listeners come when they see a shorter segment versus the longer shows. And we don't want to miss anybody with the good news of the gospel of Jesus. We don't want to miss anybody with a chance to bring encouragement. And so way more Terry and Melissa than you probably need or want in your life, but it's happening anyway. That's right. And if you're also already subscribed to the YouTube channel, be sure to subscribe to our website because we will send out emails in advance of going live just to remind you in case you know you're busy or you don't see your YouTube pop-up thing or whatever, uh, you'll know in advance because we'll send out emails to notify you about that. So just hey. go to the goodmorningshow.tv, click on the subscribe thing there right at the top and fill in your email. Sorry, I didn't mean to step on you. I was hey. excited. I saw Dawn come in the house. <laughs> Uh, Don Epp in from the Panhandle of Oklahoma, sweet prayer partner and sister Don. How I have only known you a short time, but you have my heart, sister. So glad that you're on. Thanks for tuning in to the Good Morning Good Show morning, with Terry Dawn. and Melissa. Jen Harder in the house yeah. from Archdale, North Carolina. Pastor Jen, love you so much. Amen. Also, Lynn says she's preparing to jump on a DBJ and um, it's the Eurasia region. That's right. And I'm excited. We are praying for that disciple discipleship time to be anointed and effective in the name of Jesus. Okay, so here's the other thing. As we are talking about coming to you throughout the week now, um, we also want to let you know that our content is always and still going to be driven by you. So if you guys have song requests, we have left our music pretty much out of the Good Morning Show, and it hasn't been on purpose. It's just because we've been trying to follow the Spirit to bring encouragement and the Word and love. Um, but we are going to begin doing just a little bit of music. Some of it's going to be totally for fun. Some of it's going to be to glorify God, but we want to hear what you have for requests. So if there's some songs that you would like for us to tackle um, and you would like to hear, we would love to do that. Maybe it's just a fun song from your past that you really enjoy. We'd love to cover that for you. Maybe it's something that means something very special to you now. Whatever, if you have a song request, send it to 
to the website. That's right. Just go to thegoodmorningshow.tv and you can scroll to the bottom of the page and type in a note to us. Let us know what you'd like to hear. You can also email us to the, the email address on the screen. Email. Jerry and Melissa at thegoodmorningshow.tv. That'll get it to us as well. What a novel idea. <laughs> I love it. Yeah. Have I, all right. I'm sorry. No, that's okay. I'm done. That's I'm, all right. I'm trying not to step on you. No, that's you're quite all right. We're, we're so totally excited. within the realms of uh, possibilities well, of what we need to do the, here. The problem is I'm not that like overly caffeinated that it would be the caffeine that's got me this excited. It's just Jesus, you guys, because we've been praying all these years for a revival. We've been praying all these years that the Lord would bring a great awakening and he has and he is and it's not just in asbury and one more kentucky it is spreading all over the country we have been getting texts and messages from people all over pray into this move of god here in whatever city because um we believe the lord is moving here and something very new is happening it's revival you guys it's call it what you want i'm calling it revival it's the lord fulfilling his promise that he would bring an awakening and revival and he's doing it and it's in our midst and it's glorious and so i'm even keyed up even more with the holy spirit boldness that's within me and i make no apologies for how loud i get or for how excited i get because it is the living god come to do a move because he loves us so much how can you not be excited about that for sure for sure we're seeing it in our neighborhood you know a few years ago when the lord called us to the mission of, of feeding and uh, helping to care for the physical needs of those around us while uh, while he uh, softens their hearts towards hearing about the spiritual needs that we can help them with as well we are starting to see that sunday afternoon third sunday of the month that's yes, our grocery today. giveaway yeah and people were coming to the back door of the church when we were trying to get ready to load out to go to the parking lot location where we give away the food. And they were coming in, in cars, knocking on the door, wanting to know if they could get food. They'd heard this was a place where they could get some food. And, and it's just it's just crazy. I mean, uh, families getting out of their cars and coming over. And it's just we're seeing more families being uh, involved in the church. We've got one lovely couple that's asked us if we will marry them. They want to be a part of our church. We've got people wanting to have baptisms and, and Bible you know, talk about that. What's the kids thing? What happened yesterday for kids? Uh, like, I'm, I'm trying kids. to count. Okay, yeah. it, somewhere between the vicinity, a couple of them were a little bit young. Okay, so I don't know if the two littlest ones... Um, but basically we had four or five kids get saved yesterday in kingdom Amazing. kids and there's going to be baptisms. They got filled with the spirit. Um, we had people, our church people were praying with everybody coming to get groceries, um, really praying, like getting to the root of how people really need prayer. Um, we were shining for Jesus yesterday. It was, it was unbelievable what was happening. It's revival. Well, it's and, revival. And the Lord changed my message. I was going to do a message about keeping the fire. Um, and and in, and instead, Saturday's topic of confidently sharing the gospel with anybody is what we were listen, talking about in the sanctuary while Melissa and the kids were over in children's church doing all the stuff he was doing over there. And he was moving in the hearts of the people in both sides of the building. It was really awesome. And then we went out into the into the, the community with that. And it was just, it was just crazy. And, and the it, community and came into so the church 
for us. I mean, like we've yeah. never had them knocking on the doors. We've never had them. Um, we've never had them coming in and being able to minister to them. Brianna was ministering with a gal that lives in her neighborhood. <laughs> in her apartment um, complex. She came into the church while we were getting her um, some, some, some her, clothes, some clothes, her socks and, and some hoodies for her children. And um, they exchanged numbers and she left without getting some of the, of the stuff. And the guys were like, Oh no, we just, we just found all this stuff for her and she's left and we can't find her in the parking lot. And Brianna goes, Oh, I've got a number. Let me call her real quick. And she wants to come. She wants to, she came back to the church. She got her stuff and she's like, can I come here? And I, she said, I don't speak great English, but I understand English. She's like, can, can me and my children come? And we're like, are you kidding? Asking for permission. And so people are coming to the church after the church, asking if they can come to the church. And we're just like, what is happening? This is so amazing. Yeah. Yeah. I tried to pray for two ladies in a car and they said to me, a lady just prayed with us. And everybody behind me is like, Missy just prayed with them. Missy just prayed with them. And now we're like double teaming people. And they're like, oh, what is, ha-? I mean, everybody's praying. Every- we're like yeah. seeing people as an opportunity to just, how can we smother them with Jesus? <laughs> No. <laughs> it seems yeah. a little overwhelming, but no. it's awesome. So obviously, uh, the, the uh, events that have been taking place at Asbury with the revival that's been going on and spreading to other college universities and to other churches and yes. other cities, yes. how is it affecting where you are? Right. How is it affecting your your perception Ooh, of that's revival? That's such a good question. How is it uh, in your church that you're seeing revival starting to happen? How's I mean, revival come to you? Yeah, it's it, at you personally, because that's where it starts, right? It's not yeah. just with a church. Yeah. But I love how it was expressed that Judy said it on the on the call and it's been said by you and others that it's it's not about a gathering it's about a man and his name is jesus yes you know and you isn't know, that awesome it, it's not about anybody famous it's about jesus it's hidden lowly people who are submitted to the work of god and he gets all the credit he is the famous one it's all in his name so i got a i got a text last night from um Fort Worth, Texas. And um, this is a church that I, I really, I personally don't have a lot of association with, except for one family and the church is really dear to me. Um, and they, they're like, something crazy is happening here. Um, it's our worship leader feels like we need to pray and worship tonight in the sanctuary, but we have small groups happening, but pray into this. We think revival's coming to Fort Worth. And I'm like, it is, it has. And so Terry and I prayed last night with them and it was like, go Jesus, go. It's, it's everywhere. Pastor Rick said a fellow showed up in, uh, this is Southern. uh, Roger. Oh, it's Roger. Mm -hmm. I'm sorry. I thought it was Rick. I apologize. I see Rick. Rick said, praise the Lord. I'm sorry. Roger said a fellow showed up in North Topeka at their church last night with no shoes on. Praise God. See, he knows where to send them. He sends people to those who are prepared to share his love and his word. He brings people to those who are prepared to share the salvation message and the good news of the gospel. Yeah. And I know Pastor Roger's heart that if, if the guy's shoes were close to his size, he'd even give him the shoes <laughs> he was sure. wearing. I, I know. Sure. I believe without a shadow of a doubt. No doubt. Yeah. No yeah. Doubt. Mary Kay said, remember the bamboo. Yeah. So the, How, the story that, of the bamboo mm-hmm. is this this is jeff's prophetic word right um to our church and this has been the case we've been sowing 
What does that mean? Sowing, not sowing with a needle and thread or a machine. Sowing with a seed. A farmer sows his seed into the soil and and then uh, uh, it grows, right? Well, we've been sowing seed into the soil of our community and our territory and our city. And we haven't seen any fruit. We haven't seen the plant break through. And then last year, we saw after sowing for several, I mean, we started sowing in December of 19 when we started prayer walking and praying for our community. Last year, a little sprig of green popped through the soil. And what is that? Bamboo takes a really long time to grow, sometimes two, three, four, five years after you sow the seed. But here's the thing about bamboo, right? The entire time you don't see it growing, it's growing deep roots, crazy roots that are wide and they and they entangle everything around them. And they are so profound that by the time you see a little sprout, a sprig of green pop through the soil, they have got such a root system and then it shoots up overnight and all of a sudden you've got bamboo, you've got fruit everywhere because of the seed that you sowed and you tended to and you stewarded years before. That is what is happening. We have been a people praying for revival, not just at River City Hope, but people of God, the church of God has been praying. Intercessors all over the world have been praying for revival and a move of God and a great awakening and it has been growing roots and we haven't seen it. And now here comes the fruit. The soil has been erupted and the green plant has broken through and revival is coming. It's here. It's everywhere. It's spreading. If you don't see signs of it yet, hang on. It is coming. Contend for it. Believe for it. Uh, Walk into it. Okay. We asked the question, how are you seeing revival in yourself, your home, your family, your church, your community? And here's what we see. Honestly, Kara says, I guess that's why I'm having a problem about everyone going to Asbury. I feel like they think it's the building. That's right, honey. It isn't just at Asbury. You're right. God wants to do this everywhere. And he is. It's spreading. Right. Discernment, Kara. Good job. Good job. Scott Cooksey, Pastor Scott. Good morning, Pastor Scott. He said, we're sowing the seeds of love. That's right, buddy. Uh, Pastor Doug says, Holy Spirit spotted in Lexington. Many people were at the altar seeking revival. Several testimonies of lives changed. Man was outside of the church last night on his knees praying when the pastor arrived. Several prayed with him for his family. He felt compelled, yes, compelled to show up at our church. Praise the Lord. He is bringing them in from Louisville to Lexington. You guys, this is revival. This is what is happening. What signs of revival are you seeing? Would you look for them now? Would you stop? And would you say, Holy Spirit, show me in my life, in our church, the testimony of revival. See, I think sometimes you guys, we overlook what he's doing and we keep asking him to do this thing. We keep asking him to bring revival and he's already brought it. Can I just jump ahead mm-hmm. and share an example? <laughs> Go ahead. It's like a story. And this is the story. I have a 10-year-old, and if my 10-year-old comes to me at 8 in the morning and she says, Mommy, can we go to the pool today? And I say, um, yes, we can go to the pool. Um, get your stuff around and we'll go at noon, okay? And then at 9 o'clock, she comes to me and she says, Mommy, can we go to the pool today? And I said, hold on, hold on, hold on. I just told you, yes, get your stuff together. We'll go at noon. But because she hasn't seen the pool yet, right? She comes back to me at 10 o'clock and she says, mommy, can we go to the pool today? And I said, are you listening to me? 
I said yes, we'll go to the pool at noon. Go prepare for the water. Go get your floaties. Go get your swimsuit on. Get your towel. And then at 11 o'clock, she comes to me and she says, Mommy, I haven't seen the water. I haven't seen the pool. Are you going to take me to the pool today? Mommy, can we please, please, please go to the pool today? And this is what we're doing. We are asking the Lord, Lord, will you bring revival? And he says, I'm bringing revival. And we says, Lord, will you bring revival? And he says, hang on. I've already told you I'm bringing revival. And then he says, we ask him, Lord, will you bring revival? And he says, open your eyes, child. It is here. Will you right now look around you? Look in your life. What's changing in you? What's changing in your church? What are signs of revival that you can know that God is moving? People are getting saved. People are getting healed physically and emotionally and and spiritually. People are getting delivered from lies, from the enemy's bondage, from demonic influence. People are getting reconciled in relationships. Dead things are being brought back to life. We are seeing people um, turn into a holy people. Come on. These are the signs of revival. We are feeling and knowing his tangible presence in a manifest way. You guys, these are signs of revival. Look around you. It has come to you. Tell me what kind of signs of revival are you seeing in your life? Roger says, come on, Melissa, say it loud for those in the back. (laughs) Roger Randall says, I personally feel a sense of renewal. It's revival. Hallelujah. It's come to Topeka. Bless the name of the Lord. I cannot wait to hear your responses to this. You guys chime in. How are you seeing revival in your life, in your church, in your prayer group, in your community? I don't care. Name it and claim it. You guys believe it. This is not some false doctrine. This is us recognizing the Lord's work because sometimes we get too busy to stop and see what he's doing. Quit asking to go to the pool. He brought the water to you. It's here. We're in revival. (laughs) I'm sorry. I'll stop preaching, but only for a minute. No, that's all right. That's okay. Hey, you've tuned into the Good Morning Show with Terry and Melissa. The, the goodmorningshow.tv is our website where you can find all of our social links, previous videos, episodes that you might have missed. Uh, sometimes it's fun just to go back to the old ones. When we first started, I went back and watched episode one and like episode seven. Man, we were just we were just showing up. That was it. Things have changed since then. Uh, and it's it's been kind of crazy good seeing how um, we're reaching so many more people now. Uh, through your help of, of sharing this uh, this show with other other people and uh, reaching other countries, we're seeing uh, United Arab Emirates showing up, uh, Pakistan and and all these other countries and, and different things around the world. And so we want to be a part of that extension of the revival that God is is taking everywhere everywhere. Amen. Okay. So check it out. Good morning, Tina Sparks. She is from Albany, Kentucky. This morning, she's in Louisville. Hey, hey, hey. Hey. Welcome to the Ville. Um, She said church was full yesterday. Testimonies of revival at Asbury. People are excited about revival. God is on the move. Glory to God, Tina. I'm yelling into the microphone. I can see it. I can sense it. I'm so sorry. (laughs) Larry Larry Buckby says, if we we ever needed revival, it's certainly now. Lord knows his timing's perfect. This is it. Sean Shauna from Maryville, Missouri. Good morning, sister. Good morning. He's drawing the church back to its first love. Sign of revival. Glory to God, Shauna. We praise the Lord with you. Pastor Rick Grable said we lost a precious soul Saturday. Suddenly and unexpected, a possible heart attack. Mm. There was a bit of mourning felt through the service yesterday, but God came and the altar was full and we're still praying with people even after dismissal. Amazing. A sign of revival in the midst of mourning. There is renewal. 
Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Yes. Jen says, God answered prayer. We have prayed for five years that a building for our athletes to train. And we prayed for 30 foot ceilings and the building that God found has 40 foot ceilings. God went above (laughs) and beyond for us and the Z generation. Over 200 kids we serve every week. You guys, this revival is being ushered in by the Generation Z. Don't forget, okay? And if Terry gives me a chance to share the word for the day, I'm going to talk about that very briefly, but maybe we'll get to it. Who knows? (laughs) Praise the Lord, Jen. Did you get this thing from Janice up here about their uh, meeting full on altar call after worship? Oh, I missed it. Where is that? Yeah. Oh, I see it. Yeah. At our church, Janice says, every meeting is a full-on altar call after worship. The spirit is thick. This is revival. Thank so you, Janice. Awesome. We praise the Lord with you. Amen. Amen. Ooh, you guys, this is it. We got to look for reasons to testify to the goodness of God. I think we're asking for something he's brought. We got to stop doing that and recognize it's here. It is here. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. For sure. I believe it can increase. Okay. And I believe it's going to increase and I'm excited if you couldn't tell. <laughs> I wow, guess that's so like good. Captain Obvious. You're stating the obvious. Captain Melissa. Obvious. Man, I okay. haven't heard that one in a while. Uh, so check this out. Welcome to the Good Morning Show with Terry and Melissa Wright. You have tuned in. It's not an accident. This is a divine purpose that you would be loved and encouraged today because we love you so much because the living God loves you so much. You matter so much to us because you matter so much to him. You're not here by accident. We welcome you. And if you wonder just what in the world is going on, it is our calling, our job to love you and to encourage you. So let us know how we can do that today. If you need prayer, if you just want to follow along and see what's going on, if you want to say anything, I want you to know we haven't, we don't know you're in the room unless you type in your chat box and let us know you're here. Let us know where you're tuning in from. Let us know what you're drinking. We love to talk about coffee and what's in your cup. Um, so this is just the typical day, right? This is just the typical just, just Monday. Just another day. This is just Monday it. morning motivation. If this doesn't motivate you, they say, if this don't light your fire, then maybe your fire, your no, wood is wet, yeah, it is. right? If this don't light your fire, your wood's wet. That's right. Well, I would like to use that as a segue here real quick, if I could. Please. For, for, <laughs> for something, uh, five tips here, five uh, ideas, thoughts maybe um, for how to keep our fire from going out, right? All right, so let's uh, let's do this here and um, get to that. Because eventually a fire, like a natural fire or a supernatural fire, I know supernatural fire, maybe that's the wrong term because a supernatural fire will never go out. But a man-made fire or one that we have to conjure up or get our feelings up or get motivated for, can eventually go out unless we keep feeding them, right? And the reason it's important is the word, the word literally calls us to keep the fire burning on the altar day and night. Yep. So we don't yep. want the fire to dwindle. Leviticus chapter six. Uh, passion though is a fire that's deep down in your soul. It's a fire shut up in your bones, right? Shut up in your bones. <laughs> but it demands fuel and attention, intentionality, right? Or like a campfire, it'll eventually go out. And according to Gallup poll, 70% of Americans are unhappy doing what they're doing in their jobs, their businesses, their careers, many other things. Uh, you know, it's just affecting. Those things can affect us every single day because we're just so overrun with all of the news and all of the other things that are out there. And we got to keep fire going with the good fuel, the good stuff. All right. Um, so let's uh, let's talk about how to be one, not be one of those people walking around with nothing burning on the inside. All right. <clears throat> First one, choose the right fuel. Okay. Uh, wait. Before number one, we always say this, prayer. Pray. Prayer. 
Lord, don't let my fire go out. Burn the fire with me. Set a fire in my soul. Yeah. One that won't go out. All right. Amen. Amen. But like I said, there are a lot of things that compete for that fire and trying to to get us uh, uh, not be burning so bright. But um, there's a lot of things you can throw in a fire. Think about this. I mean, you can throw plastic in there and they say that that's harmful. The results can be poisonous. You can throw paper in there, but paper just kind of burns up really fast. Wet wood, it'll eventually burn, but it'll cause lots of smoke. And if you're not careful, the fire can go out. The right fuel makes all the difference. So how do we get our, our fuel first? It starts with personal time with the Lord, right? Personal time with Jesus. Prayer. Prayer is not just us telling him what we need, but it's also listening to what he has to say for us. So it's a two-way conversation, right? During that prayer time, write it down. If God gives you a promise or he gives you something, write it down so that you can refer back to it when the fire seems to start to go out a little bit. You can look back on it and see the promise that he gave you, and it'll stoke that fire more than anything else will. And personal reading time, studying in the word. What's he saying? Then how can we apply that to our day? You were telling me about that just the other day, about how, what it is, if you read something today, let's say you read something every day, what is it that you read today that you can apply for today? That's your daily bread, right? It's daily bread. It's not Sunday's message on Thursday helping us. I mean, it could, but you gotta have something Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, all the days. That's right. The second thing, and I, I got this when I was researching about how to keep a fire going. They say, add stones to your fire. Like if you do a campfire, Mm -hmm. because when you put stones in a campfire, it burns hotter and longer. It retains some of that heat, right? The stones help to hold the heat. So what are the stones, metaphorically? Fellowship. Mm -hmm. This kind of fellowship right here online, fellowship in in amongst the believers of your your church or your Bible study or wherever it is, surrounding yourself with like-minded people who, who will help you stay on fire. Amen. Through encouragement. Yeah. Encouragers who care more about your future than your feelings. Oh, wow. People you trust. Mm-hmm. Right? That's good. The third thing we got to do is we got to protect that fire. Once the fire gets going, we got to protect our fire from the elements. If you had a fire out in the yard, right, and it starts to rain, what's going to happen? It's going out. Rain, wind, cold, they can all damage your fire. And these elements, right, they'll always be around. They're always coming. They're, yeah. they're, it's, not, it's not if, but when. Right. So we have to be prepared for them. And the elements for our fire, that's our friends, our family, our coworkers. I mean, there are all kinds of things. Some of them are going to be carrying more heat, and some of them are going to be carrying the wind, the rain, the cold, trying to put out our fire. Distraction. That's right. And they're going to show up in their attitudes and their words. I mean, you're going to hear it. You're going to know it exactly what's going on here. Mm -hmm. Complaining and whining and blaming and gossip and drama. Ain't got no time for that. Amen. Right? Lord, help us to protect the fire within us. That's good. The number four thing for keeping our fire burning is to keep stoking that fire. I mentioned it at the beginning. Be intentional. Mm. Think about this. Having a fire that burns at a high level demands high attention. Yeah. You got to keep arranging the wood and the coals to get the most out of it, right? If you've ever started and done a fire. And this will take time. It'll take practice to develop the skill, but that's just repetition. It's staying in there, staying and persevering. And there's two types of stoking fire. I learned this also. This was a really good one. Two types of processes for stoking the fire. Extrinsic and intrinsic. 
What do I mean by that? Big words, I know. Extrinsic means that the stoking relies on outward motivation. This is short term, all right? External, think of that. Encouragement, prayer, Bible study, discipleship. Those Mm. are the ways we get encouraged from the external, right? That's good. But the second one is the intrinsic. That's inside. That's internal. And that is an inward motivation that can be more long term. Amen. Personal time with the Lord, your prayer, your journal, your speaking and listening with him. Yeah. uh, Personal reading, studying, applying that to our day. Those are the things that are long-term because we can repeat those. Wash, rinse, repeat, right? The difference between the two is that one benefits the person stoking the fire or the people and the other benefits everyone. Amen. Because when you're stoking your inside fire, you can help everybody, right? Amen. The last thing, fire needs oxygen. It's critical for a fire to be able to breathe, all right? An enclosed fire won't burn for very long. I mean, you put the pot that's on fire and put a lid on it, and they say it'll extinguish the fire because it doesn't have any, any, any more oxygen or a candle. If you want to put the right. candle out, you put the lid on it, right? So be careful what we're putting into our minds. This is the oxygen, right? What we read, what we listen to, what we watch, that'll come out of our mouth eventually. Because out of the heart, the mouth speaks. Right. And and those actions then become, or those those words and thoughts then become actions. Right. Philippians 4.8 tells us this. Finally, brothers and sisters, whatever is true, whatever is noble, whatever is right, whatever is pure, whatever is lovely, whatever is admirable, if anything is excellent or praiseworthy, think about such things. Proverbs 18.21, another favorite of ours. Death and life are in the power of the tongue. The things Mm -hmm. that we say. So it is our responsibility to set ourselves on fire, but Holy Spirit will help us to keep that fire burning by saying, hey, how's your fire today? That's so good. And I'm going to give you a little something here, Holy Spirit would say, to help you keep your fire burning today. Look over there at that guy praying on 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 the ground over there. Go pray with him. Or a family that's in need or whatever it might be. Maybe it's a family member close to you or someone at work, and they're just not acting like they used to. That conversation of just reaching out and saying, hey, I notice things are not quite, the, you're not sure yourself today. You know, is there, is there anything I can pray with you about or pray for you? So good. You know, that kind of stuff. Like you've already said, look out there, be aware. Jesus said the harvest is ready. Yeah. See, it's all turning white. Yeah. yeah. There, it's ready and it's plentiful. So, Ooh, buddy, you're there. You go. You're almost excited, Terry. That's the fire. Terry's How to not, keep the fire going. Terry's not known for his uh, exuberant excitement, but uh, he's pretty laid back guy. But I feel like you're uh, pretty fired up, buddy, about the fire. Well, the funny thing is, is that the Saturday's message uh, for the the five ways to evangelize became Sunday morning's message, and right. this was part of what I was going to preach yesterday on Sunday morning. I but don't I thought. I think so. Uh, it, well, no, it was part of my notes for, I for think Sunday. The, I mean, I think the Lord said today. That's right. And so I just want to say that, like you're saying, we have to look for opportunities the Lord puts in front of us. Sometimes mm-hmm. we got to look a little deeper than other times when they're obvious. And that doesn't mean, okay, that you're going to see the harvest. But sometimes we're called to plant a seed. Right. Sometimes we're called to water, fertilize. Mm-hmm. And then sometimes we are called to reap a harvest. Don't miss an opportunity. And that helps keep your fire going, right? That's right. Ooh, That's this right. Is good. It also brings people into the kingdom of God. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Wow. I don't even think I need to share a word after all that. Rick said, keep the lamps burning for the bridegroom is coming. He's right? returning. Yep. That's it. Yep. And Judy says that he promised her, you will not pass away until you've declared my glory to the next generation. And she's been telling him that she thought she was too old to be back in the ministry. False information, right. Judy. 
That's right. False information. Right. Praise the Lord. Monica's on. Uh, Hi, hey, Monica, Monica from Knoxville, Tennessee. And she says, that's good preaching. Judy wow. Sally says, that's good preaching. Terry, woohoo. And Pastor <laughs> Scott says, wow, Terry's getting fired. It's hard to see it. We don't see that very often, do we, Scott? This is good. <laughs> Anything that gets Terry fired up is worth noting. I'm not okay? going to blame it on the caffeine in my coffee, but it might have had a little bit to do with me waking up. I don't even think you've hardly up. got any caffeine well, in your body because I snatched it all up <laughs> this morning. <laughs> well, I also got some of that. Uh, it's, it's the... Um, what is it? The sweet cream? Uh, Italian sweet yeah, cream? Yeah, Italian sweet cream in my Michigan cherry, Pastor Scott. Oh, my goodness. We that's got, what I'm having. That's right, Scott. We've been out of Michigan cherry for a while, and we stopped and got some yesterday. <laughs> yeah. So we're all fired up on Jesus and coffee. Yeah. Hallelujah. Yeah. That's so good. Yeah. Well, you guys, as we're just moving through this Monday, if you're just tuning in, welcome to the Good Morning Show with Terry and Melissa Wright. How much we love and appreciate you, and I hope we can find a way to encourage you somehow today. You know, the question that we asked a little a while ago. I want to keep asking. I'm just going to keep repeating this. Revival's here. Revival's come. The Lord has brought revival. An awakening is happening. How is revival happening where you are? How are you seeing revival in your life, your family, your church, your prayer meeting, your community? Tell me how are you guys seeing revival? I want to hear good testimonies of what the Lord is doing. Is there salvations? Is there holiness sanctifications? Are people getting filled with the Spirit? And are we seeing signs and wonders like miracles and healings and people being delivered and dead things being brought back to life like restoration and reconciliation of relationships? What is God doing in your area that points that revival has come? How are you seeing or experiencing revival personally and around you? Uh, Judy says people are coming to the altar. Repentance is a huge sign of revival, especially mass repentance. That's glory to God. Thank you, Judy. Amen. That's beautiful. Pastor Scott said he had Kona and Italian sweet cream this oh, morning. Oh, that sounds good Kona too. Kona coffee is really good. Yeah. So it it's is. some of the most expensive coffee in the world. The taste of the Islands. Hawaiian Kona coffee. Um, ben and Heather yeah, went to. Where's, where's Master Pastor Yoda? I mean, today? he's got a life. I know, he you know, does. and it's not just us. Sadly, well, I'm going to have to cut his paycheck a little bit. Oh. <laughs> You can't cut zero, right? <laughs> Janice says a lot of repentance in their church. Praise the Lord. This is revival. This is a sign of revival. You guys, there are tangible signs of revival happening all around us. I think we have to quit praying and asking the Lord to do something he's already doing, mm -hmm. right? Because mm -hmm. it's it's kind of dishonorable, right? It's kind of disrespectful to keep asking the Lord to do something when he's like, hello, I've done it. Hello, I'm doing it. Open your eyes, right? Well, Pro and, and people, people will say, well, well, what about the scripture that about, you know, the, the, the guy knocking on the door and asking for bread? He wasn't asking the Lord. He was asking his friend, his neighbor. Yeah, his neighbor. And that was he was seeing God move through his neighbor through the persistence of him approaching. Them. But here's the point. It wasn't him going to God and saying, God, I need more bread. I need more bread. And Jesus did use that as an example of how to pray as if the friend inside was the Lord. And he said this, I tell you the truth. He gave him the bread, not because of the the deep relationship and friendship between them, he gave him the bread because he didn't give the man rest. The man wanted rest. What does that mean? It means sometimes we have to bang on the door for revival until it comes. But I promise you, when the man got the bread, he stopped banging on the That's door. Right. Why right. am I telling you this? Stop asking the Lord for what he's already given. Yeah. Yeah. That's exactly where I wanted it to go. And then, uh, oh, I took the bait. <laughs> no, you explained it well. The other thing is this. Now we ask him this. Our prayers need to begin to change. How do we steward this? 
Lord, how do we steward this revival well? How do we steward this move well? How can we honor you and your answer to our cries, our answer, your answer to our prayers? How do we steward it well? We keep praying, okay? We just change the way we intercede and pray. Okay, Roger, Pastor Roger had Kroger medium roast in mm. his cup this morning. Mm-hmm. Okay. Did you want me to share a word? Yeah. I can't believe that. You just shared such a good word. I don't need to. I think I think Judy Judy's saying yes. No, she's not talking about that. But that's okay. Here's what I'll share. Matthew <laughs> Matthew 20. I'll just share. How about if I just share um uh, uh, just there's a little story, okay? So, um Doug says smoke is a pretty reliable sign that there might be a fire. Lord, help us look for and identify the signs of your revival fire. That's it, Pastor Doug. You are right on. So, okay, here's just the thought. Out of Matthew 20, there's this there's this little section called um, preferment. What happens is, okay, Jesus talks about he's going to go to Jerusalem and they're going to kill him, crucify him. And on the third day, he's going to be raised up. Okay. And there is two disciples. Now I want you guys to know something. The disciples are much younger. The 12 disciples that, that ministered with Jesus for three and a half years are much younger than you think they are. Most of them were somewhere between the ages of 13 and 19, with the exception of perhaps Peter, who was probably 20. And that is a guess, but some things in the word point to that being the case. Um, they were not they were not younger than 13 because at that time they would have been in school for at the temple, the temple school. But when you reach the age of 12 or 13, the rabbis decide if you will stay on for more education in the Torah, in the word, and become like a rabbinical priest or a teacher. But if at the age of 12 or 13, they don't see enough promise or intelligence in you, they release you from your school obligation and then you go work. And so some of these young men were fishermen with their fathers, right? Peter had his own fishing boat. That indicates that he was of the age of legal ownership, which is over 19. And so he was probably 20-ish. The other thing is Peter had a wife. And so that indicates that he was probably 20-ish, okay? And also Peter had to pay the poll tax with Jesus. Do you remember when Jesus told Peter to put a hook in the water and a fish would come out and there would be a, was it a talent? A coin in the mouth of the fish. And that was enough money for Peter's poll tax and Jesus' poll tax. That indicates that none of the rest of the disciples had to pay a tax. Why? Probably because they were not of adult age yet. So they were somewhere between the age. This is this is what some scholars say. So we're talking teenage boys, which that's a whole message unto itself, by the way. Judy says Generation Z of the year 33 AD. Exactly. The young ones, okay? And so, um, and good morning, Pastor Chris Schallenberger. Welcome. Bless you. Good morning. We're so glad you're joining us. We're talking about revival. Ah. Uh, a surprise, right? It's good. Um, so here's what happens in Matthew 20. Now that I've give you this preface that these are some young men. Yeah. Do you guys know that sometimes teenage boys do dumb things, right? Okay. So here it is. Um, the sons of Zebedee, there's two of them and they are, um, James and John, right? 
Okay. And their mommy comes to Jesus. That indicates that they're pretty young. Okay. Because their mother spoke for them on their behalf. Probably the mother of an adult would not do this. Maybe. But the sons of Zebedee, James and John, their mom comes to Jesus and asks, may I ask that you would command that your kingdom have these sons of mine, one sit on your right and one sit on your left. But Jesus answered and said, you do not know what you are asking for. Are you able to drink the cup that I'm about to drink? And they said to him, we are able. And he said to them, my cup you shall drink, but to sit on my right and to sit on my left, this is not mine to give, but it is for those whom it has been prepared by my father. And hearing this, the 10 other disciples became indignant with those two brothers. But Jesus called them to himself and he said, okay, here it is. This is not just to them, this is to you. Here it is this morning. You know that the rulers of the Gentiles lord over them and their great men exercise authority over them. It is not so among you, but whoever wishes to become great among you shall be your servant. And whoever wishes to be first among you shall be your slave. Just as the son of man did not come to be served, but to serve and to give his life a ransom for many. This is the word of the Lord this morning. We are called to serve. We are not called to take a move of God away from a people and hoard it unto our own. We are called to serve, to disciple, to pray, to love, and this is to everybody. So here's my admonition this morning, okay? This is uncomfortable. I don't care. It's the truth of the Lord. If a move of God comes in the elderly, in a nursing home, don't be like, I'm going to come in there and take over. Okay. Um, you guys are old and you might not be as discerning and you might miss the move of God. And so I'm going to come over and take it and we're going to hoard it unto our own generation because we'll be able to steward it better. Don't you do that. If a move of God comes to the elderly in our nursing homes, pray for them, pray with them, disciple with them, support them, love them, serve them. We're not called the Lord over anybody, okay? We're called to serve, okay? Likewise, if a move of God comes amongst the middle generations where we have a little bit of experience, we've been praying for this move of God, we've been praying for revival, and here it is, we don't hoard it to ourselves and say the old people can't have it and the young people can't have it. We're going to keep it to ourselves because we know what's going on. Don't do that. You're called to serve. You're called to love. Don't you hoard that thing. And just like the young generation on our college campuses, in our high schools, even in our elementary schools, when the Lord decides to fall amongst the young, it is not the job of the old to come and take it. It is not the job of the old to say, let us lead you. We know how to steward it better. Don't you dare do that. 
This is a move of God and it's come to a place where the Lord wants it to come. How dare we think we know better than the Lord on how he should move. If he decides it needs to happen in the young, we need to serve the young. We need to pray for the young. We need to support the young. We need to love and disciple the young, but we are not going to steal this move of God from what they are doing and where it is happening. We can be those that have it imparted unto us. Are you leaving me? and have it spread to every generation. Just because we prayed for it and tilled up hard ground and worked for it doesn't mean it should come to us first. We have to be those that love and support this generation. And while this is happening in this generation, we need to love and support and it be excited about what's happening. And I don't want us to think that we know better than somebody else, especially God on how he should move. If he wants there to be worship and prayer we need to honor that if he wants someone to bring exhortation or prophecy we honor that if when he comes there's healing and deliverance we honor that this stuff is happening without anybody leading it it's happening because the lord is leading it and we don't have a right to steal it or take it over and we don't have a right to tell the lord or anybody else how to move and so we need to honor and pray and if people are doing things that we disagree with but we know that they're desperately trying to steward what the lord has given them we bless them we honor them we support them we pray for them we disciple them and we don't hoard what god is doing it's not just for us it's not just for our church it's not just for our generation it's for the nations and we need to let the lord move the way he wants to move and that terry is your word for the day that's good that's good Lord Jesus, I pray, first a prayer of uh, repentance. Forgive us for trying to control you. Forgive us for trying to control your spirit. Forgive us for telling you and others how you should move. Lord, I I bless what is happening and it is happening in our younger generation. Help us support them, love them, and help us receive everything that you have for us without quenching what you're doing in them. Help us see it doesn't have to be our way and we aren't in control, you are. Lord, help us love better, serve better, pray better, disciple better, and support better. Lord, help us, Lord, see revivals come. We're not asking for it, we're thanking you for it. Lord, you're moving, you're bringing a great awakening. Would you continue to have your way? Help us be yielded unto you in every way, totally submitted and humble. You are not bringing this move on the back of a man or a personality or a character or a woman. You are bringing this move by your spirit and the forefront, the name at the forefront is Jesus Christ. The face that is leading this movement is the face of Jesus Christ. Would you, Jesus Christ, be glorified in everything that's happening? Thank you for using the hidden ones. Thank you for using the lowly ones. Thank you, Lord, that you're taking the base things, the dull things and confounding the wise and the famous. Lord, how we love you. And we pray this in Jesus name. Amen. 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 Man, that's good stuff. Thank you. What what just happened? How come the dogs were barking? How come you left? We had a special delivery. I thought it was the coffee. It wasn't. Oh. It was our our, our, our boy Kendrick sending us something. Oh. 
that's so nice. Gosh, yeah. wow, yeah. a delivery. Yeah. How fun. Well, I saw the I saw the uh, post office truck pull up oh. and I thought, oh, they never do that. What's going on with that? You know, so I thought, well, I'll just go make sure that it's not something that needs to be signed for or whatever. Because oh, a lot gotcha. of times when they come to the door, you know, that's okay. what they need. So. Wow. Didn't they know we were doing a live stream? <laughs> I'm surprised they're out today because today's the holiday. Oh, today's President's is. Day, it you know, is. Oh, and they're I... still making deliveries. Well, bless them. Bless you, postal workers. How we love you. You know, I was thinking about that uh, when we did the shout out earlier uh, about it being President's Day. Let me let me before I before I say anything else about that as we're kind of winding down here. Uh, I was thinking I have I have a great wheel of history for 1980. Oh, since this is show 80, yeah, that maybe that that will be one of our first short, medium short things that we do. Okay. So if you're if you're sitting here hanging on the edge of your seat for the wheel of history, how about we'll produce that for you? We'll send you a notification. Um, and then uh, you'll be able to, to view that. All right? Yeah. Since well, you know. sorry. No. You know- hey, don't be sorry for anything. Unless you're going to say sorry for listening to the Holy Spirit. And then shame on you. No, I'm not You're sorry. not saying that. I know you're not. <laughs> I'm just playing. But but it is it is a, a holiday here in the United States. We celebrate President's Day, and I I looked it up because I, I know what it's about. But it's it's the uh, the third Monday in February, right? And it's taking place during the birth month of two of our country's most prominent presidents, George Washington and Abraham Lincoln. I remember when we were kids, before it was President's Day. For those of us who are old enough. Um, I'm not exactly sure when they started the first President's Day. Lynn or somebody will probably look it up or whatever. But I remember in like third grade, I think, uh, we actually celebrated their birthdays separately because they were on an actual day of the month. And while the day once only honored George Washington on his birthday, which is February 22nd, or uh, the day now that uh, uh, never lands on a single president's birthday, uh, all across the country, Americans know the day is President's Day. And, it's the Monday. And, uh, yeah. And, and so more and more people are celebrating the day to honor all the past United States presidents as well that have served the country, which in the news right now, President Jimmy Carter, 98 years old, uh, they said they've just placed in hospice. So our prayers go out to that family as well. Uh, it's never an easy time, but, uh, you know, he's lived a long, long wow. life, not only as a president, but as a humanitarian, helping with the Habitat for Humanity you and know, all the different things Jimmy that he's Carter done. Jimmy Carter was the first president that coined the term born, born again. Um, he used the, he's the first president that used the term uh-huh. yeah. born yeah. again. Yeah. He, he said he was a born again Christian and he identified as a Christian and a born again, uh, a son of Jesus Christ. That is a very cool thing. Yeah. So, yeah. Especially for, for a president or for hey, someone like morning, that to, to do Patton. that. Yeah. Welcome. Good morning, Bobby. Bless you. So I just wanted to throw that in there as we celebrate, uh, you know, president's day that we honor all the past presidents and not just the two that it was originally, uh, designated for. That seems, but, uh, vi- you know, that seems very political. Very, you? very political or patriotic. Which sure. were you? Were you thinking? Because uh, oh, you know, I mean, I can always you know throw a little bit of this in there. I should no. have just whenever we were talking about our country. Oh, oh, wow! This seems. I feel like I should salute or something. No, don't do it. No. No. Uh, Pastor Rick said Brian Powell turned fifty yesterday. Do you guys yes. know who Brian Powell is? Can I say this? He's famous. He's famous in Kentucky. And in North Carolina and some other places. Dr. Brian Powell is our district superintendent in the Church of the Nazarene. He's the pastor's pastor. He's our district pastor. And so we honor Dr. Powell on his 50th birthday. He turned 50, Lynn. (laughs) So happy birthday, Dr. Brian Powell. How we love and appreciate you so much. Yeah. Yeah. That's somebody who's got a little bit of fire in him. Yeah. He's he's a fiery dude yeah, and thank you fire. thank you pastor rick for reminding us of that absolutely you guys 
our time has come to an end. I feel like we didn't get to a lot of things today, but you know what's good about that is that we still believe Jesus had his way. Yeah. Amen. Yeah. Amen. And I hope that you guys feel loved and encouraged. And I hope that you will start looking for all of the shorts that we're going to start releasing throughout the week. We will release one tomorrow. And if you have a special song that you want us to sing on one of our shorts, be sure you let us know what that song is. You can email us at Terry and Melissa at gmail.com. Is that right? No, it's Terry and Melissa at the good morning show. I totally missed it. See That's what happens. Okay. I gave you time to bring it up and you uh, still I was, I was, okay. uh, I was balancing Sorry. the sound. There Terry and Melissa at the good morning show.tv. You can also just go to the good morning show.tv website and, uh, type it in there. Okay. That's right. Yeah. Let us know what song you want us to cover. Maybe it's an oldie, bit of goodie. Maybe it's something that inspires you or you love, or it's just fun to sing, or maybe it's something that really moves you now, whatever. Let us know. We care about you so much because Jesus Christ cares about you so much we love you and we hope that you feel loved and we hope that you know you have such a importance in our life that if there's anything you need prayer for or encouragement reach out to us and let us help that's right that's right so shorts are coming because the warmer weather's on its way i'm kidding no yeah short videos and all those things and then thursday night live thursday night 9 p.m eastern we hope to see you then uh, live for sure and in between as well so god bless you guys have a great rest of your day and an awesome week bye-bye thanks for tuning into the good morning show with terry and melissa you can catch up on previous episodes find links to our social pages and drop us a line at our website thegoodmorningshow.tv thanks for listening